Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to a midweek episode of the TSM podcast, alternatively known as Just the Chip. Of course, my name's Ashley Green and I'm joined by the wonderful co-host and my best friend that is Aidan O'Sullivan. Uh, today we're going to be talking about something really interesting actually happened to me recently. It happens to us all of the time and it's about revealing difficult information. Aidan, what do we mean by that? Well, difficult... It can mean a lot of things. Uh, so, for example, and again, you're more than welcome to think of any examples, like do the whole put a finger down competition thingy, hold five fingers, whatever, moving on. Uh, so we're looking at things that are just uh, just utterly rude pieces of information, just uh, inappropriate information for the situation, uh, offensive things. Uh, we've had all sorts of swears and so-and-sos just by the, the that guy who thinks they're trying to be funny. Uh, things that are just out and out unclear so you might be peeking a billet and it's the writing is awful somebody's handwriting is terrible and they ignored your comment of write that in block capitals or, or anything like that uh you might not actually know what the thing is uh, like what the actual piece of information is and as a result revealing that how do we navigate all of those different examples and actually revealing that information because again at the end of the day if you reveal something and it's exactly it it's going to feel like a, a little bit like you've peaked it. But to give some actual examples, I've got a couple of stacks here of like billets that I've kept from uh, just close-up gigs. I've got another load from uh, stage performances and things. Um, but to read you a few examples, these are words that people have genuinely written in my shows. And there's a bunch of different things. So we've got uh, balloon, uh, road, pigeon, my first word, uh, flying pigs, flying pigs, because why not? Uh, Suprachiasmatic nucleus, that's uh, another fun one. Imagine trying to reveal that and you don't know what it is. Uh, Kismet, jukebox, sex, raffle, truffle, Freud. I've got some weird audiences, but the point is there that there's at least one or two pieces of information that even I struggled with in terms of revealing. And I'm sure the same goes to a lot of other people. So Ashley, how do we navigate this whole process? If there's an awkward thing on a billet, what do we do? Well, that's the thing. Look, at the end of the day, you pass a billet to someone, write a word on there, write something on there, they hand it back to you, and you get the secret peek, and you think, bugger. Like you said, you don't know what it is, or you think, oh, bugger, bugger. That's incredibly rude. Very rude. Very offensive. I can't ever say that. And you don't want to say it, because then that's going to drag you down. At the end of the day, if you're going to be revealing, look... <laughs> You're doing a show for entertainment purposes. If someone's putting something completely racist or hideous on a billet, something like that, why are you going to reveal that back to your audience? If you're there for entertainment purposes and you reveal words or phrases which are just, like, wrong, like, racist and rude, your show's no longer entertaining, is it? You're, you're now just stooping to the level of of your volunteer which you've called up you've got to make a clear gut decision in that moment i'm not going to reveal this I'm not going to do it <laughs> you know we're, we're come back to what you do 
uh, in the in the back end of this episode, but also as well, like you've mentioned, Aiden, like you peek something on a bullet and you don't know what it is. Like it's spelt wrong or you can't understand the writing. First of all, you can't reveal it. What are you going to do? Try and attempt to write something down which vaguely looks like it, in which case someone's just going to go, well, that's completely wrong. That's not what I've written down. Or someone's going to be like, well, I guess the words look similar. And if the words look similar, what does that imply? Well, you've clearly peeked at the billet, which they've written down. It's no longer mind reading, is it? You've just been interpreting their handwriting. And secondly, if it is something that you don't know, for example, I had uh, an ultrasound guided injection. If it's something that you don't know, well, you know it's an injection, but what the hell is it used for? If you go and reveal it, you can't add any mind-reading process in there in terms of using your intuition or psychological abilities or whatever your other abilities are to determine that information. You can't use any process because you don't know what the final thing is that you're getting. Yes, you know what it is written down, but what the hell is it? How can you add in process to get there? And therefore, that takes the fun, interesting stuff. Anyone that's read our 10 Tips to Improve Your Mentalism uh, PDF uh, ebook that we've got, uh, you'll know that the main part of the mind-reading entertainment is actually in the process. It's not in the revealing of the information. That's like the wow to da moment, but people get really captivated by the moment leading up to it. And if there is no moment leading up to it, then it's a bit bland, it's a bit linear and a bit boring, like most other mentalism out there. So if you don't know how to get to it, then it's going to be a bit difficult to reveal as well. And the other point which I see mentalists and magicians fall into a lot is when they go, okay, there's no mind-reading process that I can do here, but I know what the letters are. Let's come out of character a second. I know I'm a psychic, intuitive mind-reader that picks up on physical objects and I'm able to divine what their physical object is, but I know what the letters are, so I'm now going to change into a psychological character. Uh, you, madam, can you think of this word? Can you imagine the first letter in there? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Ah, this is a, this is an E. Think of the second letter. And now you've gone from a psychic to a psychological, and now you're character is jarring and it just brings your whole performances down your audience can't actually understand what you're doing they don't actually understand what the mind reading process is and because they don't understand what the mind reading process is it goes back to the exact same thing which i mentioned earlier which is linked in our 10 tips to improve your mentalism pdf which you can download for free on the website but you get the point here it's bringing everything down a you're going to reveal something which is a bit racist or rude or you're going to reveal something so bang on, so bang specific, or the word looks similar that everyone just goes, that is really clever. How did he know what you're written down? He must have looked at it somewhere. It's obvious. It's not psychic powers to guess ultrasound and guided injection. He's clearly looked at it. Or finally, you're you just can't do it. <laughs> You're like, you physically can't do it. Like, these are really the main three scenarios which you fall into. And you've got to make a clear-cut decision of what you're going to do in that moment. And it's got to be the right decision. You've got to make sure you don't jeopardise your character. And you've got to make sure you don't offend anyone in your audience. Because if you do that, then entertainment is brought down. Especially if you start offending people with racist and rude comments. You don't want to do that. You don't want to stoop down to the same level as your audience. With that in mind, Aiden, people are probably thinking, oh my gosh, the fear of getting someone to write something down. What do I do if I can't read it? What do I do if it is rude? What would you do? 
super chiasmatic nucleus? Well, well this, this is the thing. You've got to look at it from your audience's perspective. Now, I just so happened to uh, to know what the super chiasmatic nucleus was because that's a psychological term. It's psychology. That's my field anyway. Perfect. It also meant that just as a fun fact, I was able to pretty much work out exactly who it was in the audience because I knew a few people in the audience and I also knew one of them was a psychology teacher. Bonus reveal. I'm sure we could talk about that at another time. Uh, there's another story as well. There's a side note to Ashley there. Uh, after a show once, I had a, a load of billets that were used in the stage show and somebody came up to me at the end. They were all on the floor and said, can you find out mine? And I went into this whole muscle reading process, just looking at all of the billets to try and find out which one I thought might be theirs. Judging handwriting, it was beautiful. It's a, it nailed it and it was a, an amazing moment. But we'll talk about that another time. So... In terms of actually revealing this difficult information, when you look at it from this audience's perspective, for that one person who writes Superchiasmatic Nucleus, they think, oh my gosh, that was quite co- fair play to you. But somebody else sat next to them or sat near them or somebody else just watching who doesn't know what a Superchiasmatic Nucleus is, not only do they have no connection to the piece of information themselves, but then they're going to jump, as you said, Ashley, straight to this sceptical mindset of like, there must that's so specific it's bizarrely specific and we're not saying here just go for vague information you need to go for specific information but there's a clever way of doing this now there's a few steps to actually uh, reveal this information that we we use pretty much every single time we're faced with a challenge and step one is to really understand your character's process are you that psychic uh, entertainer are you a psychological entertainer are you somewhere in the middle are you somewhere outside of that bracket What is your process to reading minds or or revealing pieces of information? Because at the end of the day, that is going to inform every decision moving forwards. So if you do pick up on letters, great, you've got that as a route. If you do pick up on on psychic vibes from holding a piece of paper, then great, that's another approach. So really understand that character process. The second part is to then, using your own judgment, understand whether the information is reveal-worthy or not and the easiest way to do that is to look at the trade-offs what is the benefit of revealing this piece of information what does what happens as a result of me revealing this piece of information so you get something really offensive popped on a billet now you can find a funny way of revealing that sure but you've also got to think of this on the back foot from the rest of your audience even if you reveal uh, uh, an offensive piece of information under the guise of a joke you degrade yourself as that performer in some cases It's not the same for everyone, but you can often degrade yourself as a performer or turn off your other audience members that aren't really up for that kind of humour. That's not their sense of humour. So you've got to be really careful about that. So actually judge those trade-offs. Is this piece of information reveal-worthy? Yes, no. That's where you make your decision. If no, move on. Just find the quickest way of escaping that reveal process as you can. And if you can, well, by all means, reveal the information in a safe way manner by safe we're not saying like really clinically executed in a don't throw nails at people kind of manner instead actually reveal it in a way that's not going to turn your audience off it's not going to piss anybody off just by you saying the word or writing it down on a piece of paper like by all means whisper it in their ear if that's your absolute get out of jail free card but yeah that's clearly a a nice process that we use character what are the trade-offs is it worthwhile revealing then do it in a safe constructed manner you do that you're gonna be okay that's it and two final points from me as well on the cases where i have received 
the, on that on that thing ultrasounded guided injection no way i could reveal it there was no process ain't got a bloody clue what it was so i just paused the whole presentation I was like, i'll come back to that later and i googled it i googled it where he can see me i understood it and then i realized it was to do with like back pains and stuff like that so i could then reveal it later on in the evening because i actually understood what it was so like yeah, i could um, go through the process and the final one from there i peaked something no idea what the person wrote down so i adapted my routine i abandoned that routine midway through i didn't say ah oh, it's gone wrong we'll move on to something else i just naturally flowed into another routine where i would naturally get someone to think of anything something anyway where i wouldn't know what it was i moved into a one ahead routine <laughs> so then doing the one ahead routine i said to the person what was it that you was thinking of ah oh, giraffe nice <laughs> and then i wrote that down on the next billet I needed him to confirm what he'd actually written down because I hadn't had a bloody clue. But you get the point. You can sometimes adapt uh, and move on as well if you can't see what these uh, these things are which your audience members have written down. But there's a few ideas for you so that next time you have this in your performance, you don't get stuck, you don't offend anyone, and you don't look like a muppet on stage. There you go. Completely as simple as that. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz, and we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum and we'll send you all of the details.